Welcome to RGM. Are you in a band? Come and join us. Simply click on the RGM submission page, submit your music, and we'll sort the rest. Creeps up quick, doesn't it? Another bank holiday. All the bank holidays. Life's just a nice big bank holiday, isn't it? Isn't it, mate? Well, it's podcast time, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another week here at the RGM Experience Podcast. With me, Carmeloni. How you doing, Yanni? Nice, thank you. Nice. Nice. Yep, welcome to the podcast. The place where we delve into grassroots music and beyond... And get to have some great chats with inspirational people here in the music industry. And today's episode is excellent. If I don't, if I don't say so myself. In fact, I'll let you be the judge of that. You just let me know in your comments and stuff. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we've got a guy that's written music and uh, will be supporting Noel Gallagher over the summer. Speaking to somebody that is. Uh, he's got. Uh, he's just announced he's got his new out debut album coming out. We're speaking to somebody that we we had a little bit of a, a chat about those Skinner brothers in this interview. He's off to America soon to support Louis Tomlinson. He's got a new single out. We we'll talk about that and how much it means to him, and you know, ladies and gentlemen, it's. <laughs> It's, it's a fantastic episode. And the only person that's joined us three times for the podcast is Andrew Cushing. Got a lot of time for this, lad. And this episode is fun. <laughs> it's cheeky. A bit naughty. Uh, but overall, a great insight into just how much... Andrew is just loving life at the minute on the road. Um, yeah, so stay tuned, guys. Yeah, I'm recording this just before I spend the weekend in Macclesfield, of all places, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, the festival will have finished by Monday, but I like to record it and get stuff out of the way so I can chill out this weekend. I've got a busy one. I'm spending the weekend filming and we're sponsoring, actually. Party in the Pews, a sold-out music festival in a church in Macclesfield. So that's where I've been all this weekend, ladies and gentlemen. And I'll tell you all about it next week, eh? Hey. So it's non-stop, festival season is upon us. Hope you're all having a great time there in the fields and enjoying life. Enjoying a great week of music ahead of us. It's good times, isn't it? It's good times. So, ladies and gentlemen... Welcome to another podcast. Let's crack on with the boy, Andrew Cushion. And we've got a guest on the podcast for the third time. The only person to be on the podcast for the th- for the third time, and there's a reason for that. Uh, it's because he's, he's class. Hey, up, Andrew Cushion. How you doing, Paul? You all right? 
it's because he talks an absolute load of shit is why he's on it yes, for the third time. He's a good rambler. That's why I'm we like fine, it. Carl. How are you? Yeah, fine. Thanks, mate. Thanks for joining good, us good. at this uh, unearthly good, good. hour. I know your team were playing last night and you'd had a few beers, but you can deal with it at your age, can't you? That kind of, this, this kind of carry on. Hey, listen, mate, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm, I'm eagerly close to getting on an easy jet or jet two and getting them flights booked because uh, Europe's coming for Newcastle. I'm telling you, it, it was it was great last night. It was really really good. It was an amazing night for football. Uh, I support Sheffield United, and, and after I was watching Newcastle game, I was flicking between that and Sheffield Wednesday. Did you did you see? Well, I've got a lot of family that are Wednesday, so we're happy for them. But, you know, you, you know, you, as much as you can be for the other team. Yeah, that, I mean, fair play to them. Like, when I seen it was going extra time, I thought, well, can I need to be up with 4-0? Yeah. Fair play. Fair play. <laughs> brilliant, brilliant. Well, thanks for joining us, mate. As I say, it's always a pleasure to have you down. And the the first time that we spoke to you, and these are all in the archives on in, on YouTube, is just after you recorded with Noel, you had the big song out, and it was all about you and collaborating with Noel Gallagher. The second time, you'd just come off a tour with the Lathams, you know, getting support slots and that kind of stuff. But now you've got you've had your own headline tour that I came to see you in Manchester at Yes. Uh, saw you in real life, which were nice after the pandemic. You know, you just started yeah. doing your head, headline gigs again then. And I had the lovely pleasure of meeting your mum as well at that gig. So that, that were nice. Oh, that's right. Yeah, she was fucking hammered that kid. <laughs> it was good. It was it was a it was a good drive. She can drink more than the band. Okay. I'm telling you honestly, right, okay. it's 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 a, it's a bit alarming yeah. when your mom's coming in the backstage room and asking for six Stella. And, <laughs> yeah. and you're the one that's going on stage. Do you know what I mean? Again, anyway. six Stellas again. Again, yeah, another one. <laughs> no, mom's eighteen now. Brilliant. She's not a pisshead, of course. Yeah, of course, of course not. But it, but it, it's just lovely to document your journey. And thanks for joining us again. So so now so so you've cracked on. So every every time I spoke to you, you've just like turned the gears up again. It, it feels like. Does it feel like that to you? It's 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 a really weird thing. I mean, me and and, and Lee as well. We're, we're trying mm. not to think too much about it, but it, that's I don't know. Something just feels yeah. like everything's going in the right direction. I think yeah. the the two are coming with Louis Tomlinson in the states, and yeah. then my headline tour is selling really well this year. We've already almost sold out the second night at City Hall. So that's five thousand yeah. people over two nights. You know, wow. as soon as you sell five thousand tickets and you go to America for six weeks with Louis Tomlinson, you've got to appreciate that something might be going on. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm incredibly lucky. I'm incredibly grateful, but I do feel like the stars are aligning a little bit. Dare I say it? It could all fucking fall to pieces in the next few days. I could be back at Burger King or something like that. Do you know what I mean? I, well, I, I, I think just just from like observing your career online and just you know just enjoying your music is is the first thing, um, and having a chat to you on these little podcast things. But uh, it it, it you, it's graft. You, you don't look like you've stopped. You know, you, you're on it. You you it, does that come from you or does that come from your management or does? Where, where does that like, stem from? I think I, I think one of the beauties of, of when I signed to Lee was that he was new on the job and learning as well, and and, yeah. and I was doing the same job. So neither of us had done it before. So the only way that mm. we're going to get ahead of of these acts and these bands that that have been going for five, six, some yeah. of them ten years that we've probably surpassed now was mm. about you know work rate. Do you know what I mean? I, yeah. I come from Newcastle, which to work in Class City, everybody's brought up here to graft. You know, yeah. so. I think um, I think it's just been the work ethic of me and him both. You know, sometimes he's putting in virtually fourteen-hour days on on yeah. trying to you know 
get people involved and that kind of stuff. And I, I'll I'll sit and do four gigs a night. It really doesn't bother us if it's gonna mm. be, if it's gonna sort of benefit the career and all that. Then I'll, I'll I'll I'm happily all for it, you know. So I think it's I think it's just that work ethic. I think it's 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 just having that spirit to graft. You know, I think there's a lot of lazy musicians in the world, yes, it and is. it's no coincidence that bands like the Lathams, bands like the Ratings, and Jamie Webster, they're all the ones that are reaping the benefits of success now because five six years ago, them were the ones that were grafting their arse off. It's it's only fair and it's only right to see. So hopefully I can follow in the footsteps of those they're those boys you do see that and like you know there's different stages of your career and I know you're at your stage now but um you know everybody starts off playing the local gigs everybody tries to get out of town and they always find that a nightmare uh, when it starts to click and you and you work with people like this feeling like you have that gets you out of your home city which is a major uh support for any kind of artist that that is, that is you know going through the motions and trying to make a career of this thing the next stage which i saw you going through was uh picking up support slots with people and going out on tour with other people and then finding new pockets of fans all over the country like that so i know i've seen you were supporting tom megan uh, james walsh uh obviously know that you know you've announced that you're supporting nolagan and festivals and that kind of stuff so that relationship's still there pete doherty i know is a massive influence on you as a musician too so so like is is how, how do you like if anybody's watching this that's trying to get to the next level or trying to like get uh, be you know influenced by your journey how how does that journey how how do you physically do that mechanically how do you how do you get to that stage it does come from it goes back to what we're saying before about grafting yeah. and all that and you yeah. and you've got to be willing to work because you know i i had somebody pull us the other day when i i think i was shit faced in a bar which <laughs> which isn't unusual <laughs> and uh and, and some lad then he was in a band yeah I can't remember the name of the band. I think it was Idle Hands, a little band from Newcastle. And yeah. he was asking how he can sort of do that thing. Do you know what I mean? And I yeah. said, you, you, you have got to be, you've got to be willing to graft and you've got to be accepting that you're not going to make any money in the first couple of years yeah. at all because it's going to cost you 200 quid to get down to Bristol and back and you're only going yeah. to make 50 quid doing the gig. But if you can pick up five or six fans who yeah. tell three of their mates, you know, then you've made nine fans in Bristol, yeah. which when you're first starting is a, is, is a good thing. Do you know yeah. what I mean? I also think you've got to pester people a little little bit I, I try not to be a brown nose or anything like that on social yeah. media but i think it, it it goes a long way of of expressing interest in other people's music and not being mm. so concentrating like on, on yourself sort of thing um I, i've done a fair few gigs with the sherlocks and, and, and those gigs just came about me being a fan reaching out to them and and, and they're all sound lads I've, I've known them for a little yeah. while now yeah. but it came from um basically me just sending a message on like instagram and just saying listen lads love your tunes if you ever need a support do you know what I mean? And it yeah. can literally be as simple as that. And nine times out of 10, when I get those messages, I'll go and look into the band, I'll look into the music. And mm. the vast majority of my support acts are chosen by that. So I think having the will to work and accepting that you're not going to make any money and also being able to to think, okay, well, you know, the world doesn't revolve around me. I've, I've got to give a little bit of appreciation towards other bands and hopefully they're going to give us something out of it, you know? Well, well I, I, I do that. I see that and I feel that because I know you've given a chance to my mate from Barnsley, Harriet Rose, that that I've, I, I started putting Harriet on in gigs probably, I don't know, before she was legally <laughs> able to. She's been, I've just known her throughout her life. I've known her as an egg and I've known her as an, like an adult that's just blooming now in the music industry. And I see her doing quite a few gigs with you and I, and, and I do see you passing and supporting these people that, you know, um, I, I, I do see that path, that that path with you, and I, I enjoy seeing uh, the love that you're giving people on the way up, and 
um, the people that are supporting you as well on the ladder. It's it's nice to see that. Yeah, it's good. It, it, it works both ways. I mean, so Harriet, for example, she's amazing. She, mm. um, I can't remember how the first gig came about with her, but I remember she was supporting me in London at Lafayette and, um, and she was like first on acoustic and I went downstairs to the stage to watch her and I was fucking blown away, man. She's amazing. She's got, yeah. she's a ridiculous songwriter, but she's got such a beautiful voice as well. Yeah. She's such a timid little character. I'd, I'd, yeah. I'd, I'd love having her around. I think she's brilliant. Yeah. She's a good, she's a good lass. But um, yeah, again, it works both ways. It's like yeah. first time I supported Pete Tucker, he'd done the same thing. He came mm. and stood at the side of the stage and that resulted in, in a record deal. I think it goes a long way of, of being nice as well. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Nobody wants a cunt around you. I think if you want to get... <laughs> support slots with people and all that kind of stuff you know yeah. just don't be an arsehole like yeah. it's not the 90s do you know what i mean yeah. everybody walks around wanting to be the next liam gallagher it's like yeah. it doesn't cut anymore no. if, if somebody comes on one of my gigs and they're walking around like they own the place they're not getting another fucking gig yeah. and if i do the same thing with another act i've supported plenty of people now but if i was to turn up on day one of x tour of 20 dates pinching riders and setting fire to things and think that was Billy Big Bollocks, I wouldn't be there for the next 19 gigs, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's it's not, you, you you don't go around like that anymore, I think. So everybody I try to meet, I try to be nice and I try to be respectful and, and, and nine times out of ten it results in either a good relationship or it results in um on a couple of gigs. Like the thing with yeah. sort of Louis Tomlinson, that's, yeah. that, that has effectively put me in a position where I could change my life, do you know what I mean? Yeah. I think seven, eight weeks in America playing places like Red Rocks and Hollywood Ball and, mm. um, you know, like Forest Hill Stadium. Right? It, it's, it's, they're dreams for people of, of, yeah. of my caliber as a musician. Do you know what I mean? It's dreams to go and do that. If I had been an arsehole the first time I met Louis Tomlinson, I very much doubt I would have got those gigs. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's nice to be nice. It is nice I to think. be nice. It is nice. But so, it is nice to be nice. So, so these, just going back on a few names there, Sherlock's, Louis, um, Tom Megan, you supported, Chad, uh, James Walsh from Star Sailor, Noel, of course. Uh, what what have you learned from these experiences? Like, as a, maybe as like a performer and a frontman yourself. Yeah, well, I, I always try and... Um... I always try and watch a little bit of, of the headline set anyway, yeah. whether we've got to get off, whether we've got to stay. I think it's different things from all of them. Obviously, mm. Noel is the massive songwriting influence. I, yeah. I, can, I can't tell you the amount of times I was called a Noel Gallagher from Wish or a B-Tech Noel Gallagher. <laughs> that was always seeming to be the one off the tongue. But then people like Tom May, and it's like, still an amazing performer, do you know what yeah. I mean? So when I was watching Tom at the side of the stage, Without the guitar and all that, we we do a few songs where where, where I've ditched the guitar. Yeah. It's not to, it's not totally Lewis Capaldi, but it is a little bit. Yeah. And it's just that performance aspect, you know what I mean. So I learned quite a lot from that. James Walsh again is an amazing songwriter, and I think he's um. Oh, he doesn't mind us saying this, but it, it, it's it's one of those things where it's like because he's a bit older now, isn't he? Uh, but he's still got a fucking amazing voice. Yeah. So trying to learn how he's maintained his voice through the years, uh, nice. not trying to call James old. They're not too old anyway. He's got a couple more grey hairs than I have. Yeah, I, think he, I think he's younger than me, so I can say, I can, I can say it. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and yeah, there's all the, it's like the camaraderie of the band and the yeah. Sherlock's. That's something I want to bring on to my voice. So you kind of pick little things up from everyone. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, I think if you can take a little bit out of everyone, then it makes makes for a better self. 
Yeah, so 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 the Louis Tomlinson thing. I, I've just got to ask you about it because it's just very intriguing. I saw the, the first Amazing. thing I saw was was the uh, the premiere in London that you were at. So, oh, it's fucking Andrew Cushion who's on this uh, red carpet down here. Uh, what what was that like as a as a, a as a northern lad going down to Big Smoke in London uh, and just playing at playing with all these celebrity people? What was that like? It was it was quite odd, mate. I'll be honest. It was good <laughs> yeah. though. That fucking yeah. after party was amazing. I tell you, all the free drink. I was absolutely hammered. Well, that but is no, that's, it was that's the next question. Question, all the all the gossip from that yeah, as well, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no it's great listen that Louis's been amazing with me his yeah. fans are ridiculously good but him and his manager have been so supportive yeah. they give Lee a lot of advice as well do you know what I mean mm. it, 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 it goes without saying it. it's it's not just me that sort of benefit from it but such lovely people um so so grateful that they've allowed me to come on tour with them like okay so really really looking forward to it and his fans are amazing as well but anyway the red carpet yes. so Obviously, I'm fucking trying to kick the vapes in, right? As you can okay. probably read by the Twitter every Saturday when I kind of <laughs> breathe on a Sunday morning. And I thought it would be quite funny. In hindsight, I looked a bit of a dick because I was walking around the red carpet sitting smoking a vape and it said, well, you got fucking, you know, proper celebrities coming on after you and I'm walking around with a fucking health bar. <laughs> that cost us about £27 in the shop, fucking Leicester Square. Uh, but no, it was great. I decided to wear a bright green jacket so that everybody could see us. And it was good. It was really, really good. It was it was my first red carpet. Um, yeah, it was insane. It, it's always funny when you do those gigs because um, obviously the, the, the fans are so, so good, right? And they're so vocal and so loud. So I remember when we'd done the Shepherd's Bush gig, my uh, driver, Mark, he was putting all the water on the stage before we came out to support him. And he's like a fucking 50-year-old man, bald head and big beard and all that kind of stuff, right? I'm fucking 32, Clem. And he's walked on the stage to put the bottles of water out. And all these lashes are going, hey, come on. <laughs> and he's came it. off as white as a ghost, right? Because, you know, you, obviously, whenever we do gigs, usually he's just putting them out on the yeah. stage and there might be headlines or we'll be supporting them to no one's arse. But that was the first time um, that I'd ever experienced a, a set of fans go just as mad yeah. for the support act as, as they would. I mean, not as the would, but you know, yeah. go as mad for the support act as as the virtually would for the for the headline. It was insane. So I can't wait to get out there and play for those fans. It's going to be great. And what happened at the after show party? Then I'm just going to ask again, see if you can dodge it again. <sighs> yeah, I just got hammered. I, I just, I, I like really, really hammered. I distinctly yeah. remember being asked to leave, but I don't know who by. <laughs> okay. Um, but it was great. I, yeah. I, I, I had a, I had a brilliant time from what I can yeah. remember. Um. Don't know if I was dancers there. I think I might have been dancing on a pole at one point. Okay. Fucking hell. Yeah, it was good though. It was yeah, good. Yeah, do, you know, yeah. do you know? Like that? Yeah. Do, do you know? Like, do, did you watch like the whole Alan Partridge thing? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you know when he's in his own head and he's pole dancing? Yeah, when it was it's, a little it, bit like that. Cones. It's not, that's it. Cones that's it. It was yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit like that, yeah. but it was me on the pole. <laughs> but it was great. It was great. Free drinks in it. Let's just let, let, let's just take a bit of silence and just think about that. Everybody watching this video. Yeah. Fucking hell. I said I'd be clears on, like. <laughs> well, you mentioned uh, just how passionate Louis fans are. There, um, I, 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 you know, you, you saw that firsthand when the Skinner brothers said that stupid thing about Louis online on Twitter and that kind of stuff. And you still see, you still see him like sticking up for Louis now, yeah, even now just, after I, all that bullshit. 
I, I, I don't know what the thing is with that man. Do they, do they just enjoy pissing people off, do you think? You think that's what it is? Because it's I, a fucking weird one. I'm a little bit disappointed with him, to be honest. Because I've, yeah. had, I've had him on the on the podcast before. And, he, and, he, and one of his things were, where's all the personalities in the industry? Where's all these people that have got a personality and they're not afraid to, like, have a go at people and all this bullshit? And then... Yeah. And then and anybody that says anything to him, he just blocks them. Or, he or, blocks or he's, them, yeah. Or he's, yeah. And, and, it, and it, I don't know, it, 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 this summer, it's, it doesn't feel natural. Like, it feels like it's pantomime. It feels like it's bullshit. Yeah, and I'm, I'm not being funny. And I've, I've met him before and he seemed a nice lad, but you yeah. can have a personality without, you know, disrespecting people yeah. or pissing people off. Do you know yeah. what I mean? I've got a personality, but it's quite yeah. a bubbly one. It's one that you can sit in a bar and have a laugh with. Yeah. That kind of personality is not someone that I'd want to sit in a boozer with. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Sitting in this one's a cunt and that's he's an arsehole. And did, did you know what yeah. I mean? Anyway, yeah. Each to their own, I suppose. Each I to suppose. their own. We'll all be fucking blocked in the morning. Anyway. <laughs> well, well, fair enough. He's not blocked RGM yet. We we reviewed one of his EPs and uh, it, it didn't take kindly to it. Um, mm. And then we reviewed it again. Uh, reviewed the next EP because they're quite prolific. They are bringing a lot of music out. Then we reviewed yeah. it again, and the reviewer loved it, and he made no comment to it at all. So I, I'm just yeah. confused by that boy. That's that's, that's yeah. That's where it's my it's, head is it's another one. I mean, fair fucks them. They're, they're, they're obviously putting the graft in. Yeah, you, they are. Yeah. You say, they're, yeah, they're releasing a lot of music. And and the flip side of the whole arsehole thing is. Um, <laughs> You know, they are a band's name on a lot of people's mouths, in this. So yes. word does spread, whether it spreads for the right reasons or wrong reasons. Hey, wait, I'm, I'm talking about them, so, so they're on the Well, that's radio, it, that's it, I, yeah, as am I. So, so whether, you, whether you're for it or against it, I'm yeah. against it. Yeah. But whether you're for it or against it, you, you, you're still talking about it, aren't you? So yeah. any publicity is good publicity. They say, they say, say, they say. So, um, yeah, so you've got this amazing tour coming up with Louis, festivals all over the place. You've announced your biggest tour yet. You know, you mentioned earlier you've, you've nearly sold out the second night in Newcastle. Is it City Hall? Is yeah. it? Is it City Hall, there? mate? It's amazing. Such an iconic venue. Two thousand five hundred seats. Is that? Is amazing. That... Yeah. Like it, it's. Just... You must Go be on. so proud of just like, you know, the community around you in Newcastle and embracing you like they are. Just so so grateful. If somebody had sat me down three four years ago when I was sat playing yeah. in that social club while the poker was going on <laughs> and said, you know, you're going to do nearly five thousand tickets in 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 three four years, I. I wouldn't have really begun to get my head around it. Do you yeah. know what I mean? I'm I'm incredibly grateful to everyone. Um, people have just got behind this project, and mm. I think one of the nicest things I've found is whether people are into the music or not into the music. Everybody's respecting what I'm doing, which is which yeah. is a really big thing. It's like I've had I've had people sat in the boozers with us, and, and and they'll go, "Listen, son, like I'm not going to lie, your your music's not for me." But fair play here, which is equally as nice because it's yeah. like. I think everybody in Newcastle just enjoys seeing someone from Newcastle doing well. Do you know what I mean? And, and, and whether my music's their music or not, it's 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 just nice that they feel privileged that they've got someone from the northeast doing well. And I'm gonna I'm gonna absolutely do my best. But if we can sell out the second night, then that's five thousand people in that mm. that that's beginning where you get to a point where it's like, well, like nice. so what can we do here? Do you know what I mean? Can we begin to look at the arena in a few years, oh, or nice. can we do something open air? Or do you, do you know what I mean? It's beginning to get pretty special. Well, you know, like just, from lads from near me, Raytons, you mentioned them earlier. They're doing Sheffield Arena. They've built it yeah. up. They've built it up. It is possible. It, of course. It's very of possible. Course. I think so. One of the greatest things about them is, is the whole sort like no 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 label thing, isn't it? Yeah. It's it they've they've been an inspiration to so many bands. Yeah. Um I I I met I met the singer 
when they were doing a gig with the Libertines in Newcastle. And I just remember standing at the side of the stage, drinking a bottle of whiskey with them, absolutely hammered. But they're all <laughs> lovely guys. Yeah. I've spoken to them a couple of times on social media. They, they, they give me a little shout out, actually, when they've done the uh, Newcastle gig. I can't yeah. exactly remember what they were saying. I was hammered. But yeah, they give us a little shout But they're nice guys. And it's like, yeah. again, it's, it's, it's a band that have put the graft in. Yeah. That aren't arseholes and they're reaping the benefits. Do you know what I mean? And, and, and it's and that's something that every up and coming musician should be taking like a bit of a leaf out of their book. Do you know? There's a theme there, isn't there? Don't be an arsehole and be nice and work hard. Work and and success will come. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. I'm, I'm not I'm not saying everybody will get it because yeah. you know you've still got to write some good songs and you've still got to have a little bit of talent. But yeah. it's like that whole football thing. It's like some yeah. of the best footballers in the world mm. are now on a building site because they didn't mm. have the work ethic. Do you know what I mean? It's often the people who got to train in half an hour early and put that extra foot in, and, and, yeah. and either weren't as good as the other lads or they weren't as big, but they put in like double the amount of graft. You know, mm. so I think. It's the same with anything. If you want to get somewhere, you've got to put the work in, haven't you? Yeah, man. So, yeah, man. so how, how have you put the work in, like, with your songwriting over the years? Because it's been a couple of years. Since I'll just get like... someone else to do that. <laughs> oh, do I'll just pay someone. Again, yeah, yeah, I'll just pay someone to do that. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, use that fucking AI app. <laughs> <laughs> Write me an album. <laughs> what, do you think no, of, I, um... what, what do you think of AI while you mention it? Oh, it's fucking ridiculous, isn't it? <laughs> okay. It's absolutely fucking ridiculous. Yeah. I understand people that are into it, but me as a creative person, yeah. my income sort of majority comes from playing live. Yeah. And it's like, how long before we have a fucking AI live musician playing? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. it's just, there's nothing stopping my little sister who is virtually <laughs> tone deaf when it comes to singing. There's nothing <laughs> okay. stopping her downloading this app, going, write me an album. <laughs> and, it, and, and, and do you know what I mean? And yeah. she could have better songs than what I've got. Do you know what I mean? It takes all of thirty seconds. It's it's. I can't I'm see. I can't, I can't see people investing in it like emotionally in something that's created by a computer. Even yeah, though, well, I suppose DJs get away with it. They'll slag me off now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's uh, yeah, I, I, it's 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 just a bit worrying for me. I think because it takes away from people who can write songs. Do you know what I mean? Why, why, yeah. why would somebody? invest in me as a singer songwriter yeah. and want to write a couple of good songs where you can invest in an AI project yeah. for half the money. Um, and you know, you, you, you haven't got to give it any freedom. You can get songs in 30 seconds as yeah. opposed to three weeks, you know? So that's the only worrying thing I think, but no, when you were saying before the writing and stuff, yeah. um, I don't throw anything away anymore. I think I said this on the first yeah. interview when I was in the studio with Noel, um, I was playing like half finished songs. I was going, I've scrapped that and I've scrapped yeah. that. He's going, no, no, don't, don't, don't scrap anything. Do you know what I mean? Like, if, yeah. even if you write a verse or a chorus, just write it down, keep it to one side, and who knows, you can come back to it in a couple of years' time. Mm. Since he said that, I've started doing it. So now, as I'm beginning to write for the second record, I'm getting halfway through songs and then going, fucking chorus from eight mm. weeks ago, that's going to fit in there. Do you know what I mean? So I'm quite pleased I've done that. Yeah. But I'm stockpiling a lot of songs at the minute. I'm in it. Yeah. I'm in a good place with the writing. I, th- I think I'm in a quite a creative place. The gigs and stuff are definitely helping because I'm constantly working, constantly mm. on the road, constantly messing around with guitars. Um, but no, it's good. It's good. There's, that, there's been a couple of fairly decent stuff come out of this brain in the last few weeks. Well, the, the, <laughs> fairly the, decent. Well, the the, the new single, um, just talk us through 4.5, just as a, a, from a song point of view and how much, how much it means to you emotionally. Yeah. Um... Okay, so the story of it is obviously it, it's quite self-explanatory. I think if you listen to it, but I wrote that song a week after my father passed away, 
and I'm not a kind of person who likes going to talk to people. I'm not. I, I don't go to see a therapist. I don't go to see a counselor. I don't do any of that shit. My therapy in those months was the guitar. So I was writing a lot of harrowing songs, and out of that awful time came that song, and it and it was one that stuck. I remember I sang it to Lee, and he cried, and I sang it to Mrs. and she cried. I sang it to my mother, and she cried. And there was like a running theme and I thought, right, I'll take it on the road and see if I can play it on there. And it killed us the first few times to play it live. Mm. Uh, it really, really, really killed us. And it was just always dead set. Bear in mind, I was like a first on support act of three, mm. playing seven songs. The six songs that would be talking amongst ourselves. As soon as I played four and a half percent, the room would go quiet. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Uh, it was like, like that first song, he wakes up, has a drink or two. It's like, right, you've instantly got them. Do you know what I mean? So I think... It was always a song that I was going to have to release because the emotion that was coming with it and, and the way it was grabbing people's, um, well, just the way that was grabbing people in, in, in sort of general, it was, it was definitely going to have to come out. I'd never thought it was going to be a single. My producer, Dave Erringer, he wanted to take it in a different direction. So I always used to do it acoustic, still do acoustic gigs now. Um, he wanted that heartbeat running through it. Um, and, 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 the, and the way the metaphor of the song goes, it gets to the end, and the big in the in the in the big instrumentation comes in. It's quite Beatlesy, and it's 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 quite you know hair stand on your big stand up and all that. That's meant to be the grief associated. Sorry, that's meant to be the anger associated with grief. So, um, I was explaining to David. It's so, so clever. And I'm so grateful to the way he's done it because he's really done it justice. But I was explaining to the the stages that I went through. So I was like, I was quite angry at the start, and I was quite sad. You know, then I was a bit remorseful. Then I was feeling guilty. And then at the end, it was like, I'm fucking raging now. Do you know what I mean? I just feel, so, and, and he was like, right, okay, well, let's do that in the song. Let's have a big uproar of emotion at the end. So the way the song works is like a metaphor, which I'm really, really proud of. Mm-hmm. Hopefully it touches a couple of people's hearts. If it helps a couple of people, that's even better. Again, what I was saying before, whether, you know, there's people who come over to me and they'll say that I'm not into your music, but I respect it. That's a piece of music, in my opinion, that, even if you don't like it, I think it's something that's got to be respected just because of the subject matter, I think. But yeah, four and a half percent. It's going to be a tearjerker. Yeah, man. Uh, and, you know, it's 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 a tantamount to you as a, you know, as a as a person to have that emotional intelligence to be able to uh, let yourself free and give you, give yourself up a little bit to, you know, to the public, I suppose, with, with those type of things. It must be, it must be still difficult every time you know, you, you you even have to talk about it when you've got people like me asking about personal things. No, oh, mate. Yeah, yeah. It's it's it still still kills us to play this day. I think yeah. I often find it in the more intimate environments that that that's a bit worse. I've still broke down on stage and I've been singing it. I've mm. sang it hundreds of times now. I've still yeah. broke my heart on stage singing it. It's still an awful song to 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 perform. But I don't know. I feel like I'm I'm gaining a little bit of something, but I'm also losing a little bit of myself every time I play that. So I, I I don't know how much longer my career I'll be able to play it for. It's definitely not a song that I want to be singing in my thirties or my forties, yeah, you know. I can imagine that. But um, yeah, it's 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 something, it's something that you can only do. I think those type of songs, mm. it, it's something you can only do when you're in a really bad mindset. So yeah. I just lost my father, and it was like I couldn't got any lower. Yeah. So with those times came those songs and it's like, I couldn't put myself in a mindset now and think, right, okay, someone's just died. Let's, let's fucking write a song about it. I couldn't do it. It was just a total outburst of emotion. And it's something that I think would only ever, or will only ever happen in my life once. And I think that was the time that it happened. And as awful as it sounds, I'm grateful yeah. that it did because if it wasn't for that song, I don't know where the fuck I'd be now. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? No, well, thanks for sharing it with the world, mate. It's a, it's a, it's a powerful song. 
Yeah, thank you very much. So you stockpiling songs, much. mate. Stockpiling songs. So so when people when artists stockpile songs, um, yeah. they use it. Artists sometimes do something with a stockpile of songs, don't they? They create uh, they create a, a piece of art called an album, don't they? Yeah, sometimes. Sometimes, sometimes they do. <laughs> sometimes they do. Yeah. Yeah, we've got we've got a record coming out on the thirtieth of September, I believe. Yes. It's called "Waiting for the Rain." Yes. So it's very very fitting waiting for the rain was the first song i ever written when i was 16 it's the first song that we sent to noel gallagher it's the first song i ever played live when i got a manager it's the song that got us my first ever record deal it's only fitting that the first album is called waiting for the rain i think that's been such an important part of my Mm. life that song in general so we have redone it Mm. um the first version that we've done um i loved but you know it's a little bit slow i wanted to do a full band thing it was like okay that's how i wrote when i was 16 i'm now 23 let's show the progression in the song but the album's sounding great it's um everybody will have to wait and see when you get it but there's a couple of disappointments and stuff that's been left off the record but equally to that i think i've put i've put on a couple of songs that well there's a few songs that, that that aren't on it that i think people would want to be on it oh okay do you know what i mean but um but in the places of those songs are a couple of really new stark belters. Yeah. So hopefully people enjoy it. But yeah, it's, it's you, available to pre-order. Do you, do you mean the song you did with Noel's not going to be on it? That's not on it, no. Yeah, okay. No, but I don't blame you for not having that on it. That that was a, that was a few years ago now, weren't it? You've got this yeah. You've got this album to show what you're like now, aren't you? That, that's part well, of that's it. Well, that's it. it. It's it. an important part of you as an artist. There's, there's a history behind you. Um, yeah. But yeah. You, don't, you don't have to put everything on an album. This, this is you now, isn't it? So I don't, yeah, I, don't, I don't believe that, that, you for not yeah. putting that on. Yeah, that, that's it. And it was quite a conscious decision to do that. But, yeah. you know, I've, I've wrote a lot of songs in the last 12 months and, and some of them have been really, really good. So we went and recorded yeah. a lot, but I've done it at Rockfield as well, which obviously mm. I was in the same room that I wasted and watched yeah. a story and played on the same piano and all that kind of So it was just, yeah. it, was a, it was a really magic couple of weeks. Um, and I think out of that, I think we've made a very, very good record. So I'm sure it's available to pre-order by the time this comes out. There'll be a link. Um, There'll be a link for people to get involved with it within the description yeah, of this it. podcast as that's well. That's it. But yeah, it's going to be good. And then obviously the tour is the Waiting for the Rain tour. So I expect yes. to see, that's why I always say at my gigs, if you want to come to me shows before the tour, you know, you, there's, there's a couple of songs on the on the on the tour that we're playing now that you won't yeah. hear again for quite a while because come the waiting for the rain tour it's going to be all new songs. Right. Um, so I'm 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 very much looking forward to it. Well, it's I've, got, I've got your gig poster. It all kicks off on 12th of October in Carlisle. Then what October, a place to start, isn't it? What, what? a place to start, Carlisle. <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah, October, uh, Belfast, Dublin, Liverpool, Oxford, you know, all, all the major cities. My hometown, Sheffield's nice to see. Where Where's Manchester? Yeah, uh, Band on the Wall, excellent venue, perfect, 2nd of November. Uh, and then you finish it with uh, uh, the O2 City Hall in, in the tune. In the tune, that's it. But um, yeah, the, the tickets are flying. I really, yeah. really, I'm really, really impressed. I think Glasgow's nearly done, Nottingham's nearly done, so's Manchester. Obviously, Newcastle's nearly finishing its second night now. So there's going to be a couple of, a few sellouts, but sellouts are sellouts, man. As long as people come and they enjoy it and they're invested yeah. in the show, then fucking hell. That's the main thing for me. I, do you know what I mean? I know you don't really mean that. You want them to sell out more than anything. Oh, but yeah, but every, everyone wants their shows to sell out. But I was doing a show the other day yeah. in um, in Peterborough, and there must have been about seventy people there. But if everybody's singing, it sounded like four hundred. Do you know what right, I mean? So okay. I'd rather have three hundred invested people yeah. than six hundred people looking at their phone. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That being said, if they do sell out, I do make a substantial amount more money. So, <laughs> <you> know, 
Of course you do, and you and you've got to live, haven't you? You've got to live your life. Um, yeah, that's it. That's it. Have you I got your car? Do you have, have you got your own place on that now? Then have you have you spread your own wings? No, I am close to doing so though. Yeah. My mum's still fucking dragging us back into the house every time I'm trying oh, to leave the front okay, door. The trouble that I'm having is, I mean, I'm away for the next five months. We've we've still got loads of stuff that I haven't announced yet. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so sure. Obviously, we've got the album coming out. Yeah. We've got the songs and the singles and all that. But then we've also got a lot more gigs. Like there's a couple yeah. of really really big gigs that i can't wait to announce yeah. as well so we've still got loads more announces so i think i'm going to be away for about five months of the rest of the year ah, okay fair enough i couldn't really justify paying yeah. for a mortgage or, or, or renting somewhere when yeah. I'm, I'm going to be out the country i'm going to be somewhere else you know so i think i'm just going to wait till next year um i fucking rather buy a studio than buy a house yeah live in a studio enough, can't you do you, you know what i mean you live you live your life mate and, and you're still winding is it your grandma are you still Liz, wind, are you, oh, are you still winding always. up at every opportunity? Always, always. That's always that's always very enjoyable to watch online, mate. Oh, she's she, mate, know, she's it, brilliant. It, she's it, absolutely brilliant. Is it okay to say it's my favourite thing that you do online? Is it is it, is it okay to say? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, mate, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. You know what? There's loads of people. That, there was somebody who was saying you should do an in, you, you should make your Instagram just about winding your nana up. I've still got to market myself as a musician somehow. But no, she's great. She's yeah. she's she's hilarious. She's always in a fucking foul mood now. I think yeah. it's whenever it gets cold in the mornings and hot in the afternoon, okay. her body can't adjust. Okay. Right, okay, so it just takes a bit longer. Whatever that means. So she just whinges constantly. She burst my lips the other day. She punched us in the mouth in the car. Yeah, I went a bit too far. Uh, Yeah, I was grabbing the wheel when she was driving. Oh, okay, fair enough. Yeah, I'd take some of that child would do, innit? <laughs> she's fucking... <laughs> like, people in the horn that and putting the hazards on. She's like, fuck off, bang. <laughs> and, and just to finish on, just before we let you get on with you, Dick, because I know you're, you're off on the road. Um, you, you you don't seem to be ranting as much on Twitter these days as well. Last time we had a chat, you were, they were, they were, you were going through a stage of ranting about stuff on, on Twitter a little bit. Not having to go yeah. at people, just like... I don't know, just, I, I can't really remember what it was now, but you seem to have changed that a little bit. Is that a conscious thing? Yeah, I've got too many followers now. I've got to <laughs> yeah, stop and think what I'm saying. <laughs> You've got half responsibility of, to the, your public. Yeah, that's yeah, that's it. <laughs> half of um, half of my tweets were coming on at like four o'clock in the morning. Okay, right. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So some of them weren't actually Compass Mentors yeah, tweets okay. at all. Yeah. Okay. So uh, I was reading back the next day and thinking, "Fucking, did I post that?" Fuck me. Yeah. Some of them are pretty funny though. There yeah. was some pretty funny yeah. ones. I should bring them back. I should bring them back. Yeah. There's some good ones. There are some good ones. Stop yeah, I prefer it. Um, I think I prefer a heartfelt tweet nowadays. Oh, okay, fair enough. Yeah, that's nice, isn't it? And that being said, I'm going to go put something fucking really stupid on Twitter now, actually. Yeah, good, good, good yeah. on you, mate. Good on you, mate. Well, Andrew, as always, mate, I really appreciate your time, and I know you. I know you're busy. You're off on the road as as we speak. You've got a lot on, and it's just exciting to see you move into the next stage, if you, which is like it looks like you're taking over the world next, mate. So, so I hope in another couple of years or so we'll catch up again for the fourth edition of, uh, you know, the, the podcast with you, mate. And well, you might be too famous for then. You'll be like, who the fuck's that? No, you, you've had Noel on this podcast, haven't you? I haven't had Noel yet. I've had Paul. I've had his brother on. Are you? Oh, you've yeah. had Paul. Okay. I'd love Noel yeah, on. If, if, if you can send a text for me, mate, that'd be, I'd, that'd be very much appreciated. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now. Um, yeah, yeah, of course, of course. I'll, I'll, I'll come back on. <laughs> yes, okay. Always, so, always, so you heard that, 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 that's all recorded, ladies and gentlemen. So Noel yeah, Gallagher's yeah. going to be on the show at some point in the, in the future. Yeah, uh, thanks to my mate, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. No, brilliant, yeah. mate. Thank you. So yeah, you're off on the road. You're off on a gig tonight. This podcast's out, obviously, a couple of weeks after we record it, just for people that are wondering about dates and things. So, so, um, yeah, so is it is it Scunthorpe tonight, is it? Um, have I got my dates No, wrong? we're playing uh, Wrexham tonight. Wrexham, and then right, 
Beckham okay. and then Scunthorpe tomorrow. I think they're both sold out now. Yeah. Though, so it should and be you, good. Should and you with uh, Harriet again from one of them? Is it Scunthorpe? You want? Are you with Harriet? Um, is Harriet doing it? I don't know if Harriet's doing any of these ones. Okay. She was. She done Barnsley last week. That's it. That's what I, love. I, I know she's. Yeah. That looked. That looked like an amazing show in Barnsley and Little Barnsley. Yeah, it was great. It was great. It was. Yeah. It was a good run of shows. That that, that was the show that the yeah, Peterborough run was on. So it was like ah, Preston, nice. Peterborough and Barnsley. But they were they were a brilliant three shows. Yeah. The yeah, Barnsley crowd were great. Really yeah. good. Yeah. I mean, there's fuck all else going on in Barnsley. <laughs> yeah. Don't tell you know me. About I mean? I'm from Sheffield, <laughs> so I'm allowed to say that. <laughs> Andrew, mate, you get yourself on the road. Really appreciate your time, and Thank as always. Crack on and keep smashing it, mate. You're doing great and I'm proud of you. Thank you very much, mate. I'll speak to you again soon. All the best. All the best. Doodle Oh, cheers, Andrew, mate. Nice one. There we go. Your turn to decide whether it was a good episode or not. Tell us on the socials. I'm going to tag the Skinner Brothers into this. See what happens. So, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for joining us. Watching. Watching on YouTube or listening here on the podcast version of this thing um, do us a favour spread the word uh, if you have enjoyed the show today just tell one mate about it go on cheers mate uh, yeah we love joining you every Monday hope you've had a cracking bank holiday so far if you're listening after this and it's deep into the week uh, not long now till weekend mate but ladies and gentlemen, thanks for joining us here at the RGM Podcast. Uh, I'm going to get off, I think. Uh, we'll see you next Monday, yeah? Do have a look over Press this week. Loads of music entertainment for you all coming up this week. Ahoy! Ahoy! You know the score. Thanks, guys. Really enjoyed spending another week with you. I've been Carl Maloney, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for tuning in to the podcast, and I will see you next week. Ladies and gentlemen, toodle-oo. Welcome to RGM. Are you in a band? Come and join us. Simply click on the RGM submission page, submit your music, and we'll sort the rest. Hello. Did you know that you can support our podcast in many ways? Within the description of this podcast, you will see a list of all the equipment that we use. These are Amazon affiliate links. Clicking on these links take you to Amazon. If you buy whatever you're planning that week, we get a small kickback and you get a parcel at no extra cost. We would really appreciate your support. Or you can just go old school and donate a pound or whatever you feel is appropriate in there. Please subscribe and tell a friend about our show. And thank you for your support and we'll see you next week.